Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnets. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Friends of the Earth Dirt Radio on 3CR. We're coming at you live from the lands of the Wurundjeri people in the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never ceded here. Uh, we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging in the community and uh, acknowledge the important role that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders play in all environmental and social justice struggles. So for over 45 years, Friends of the Earth have been mobilising communities to uh, for a creative resistance to transform the world uh, into one where we have ecological and social justice. This year we are celebrating that big birthday. Yes. Yesterday was the budget, so it's all about money again. <laughs> so today we're going to get a little bit of a wrap-up from uh, from a couple of people from Friends of the Earth. We've got uh, Lee Eubank in the studio, and we also have the wonderful Lucinda Walker, who are going to join us from the Acton Climate Collective to give us a little bit of a wrap-up on what happened last night with the uh, state budget, but also talk about what's going on around the wider struggle for climate justice and how you can get involved in naming and shaming some of the corporate scum that are continuing to drive this horrible climate crisis that we find ourselves in. So without further ado, I want to say good morning to Lee and Lucinda. G'day, Phil. Hello. Welcome to the show. So, budget, 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 budget. Um, it's a mega document. Mm. I, um, I haven't seen this year's, but I imagine it um, reminds me of the old telephone books. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. For, for the listeners, it is literally like <laughs> two telephone, old, old school yellow pages telephone directories. It's quite a stack of paper that you get. Mm. And uh, you're at the lock-in last night? Yeah, so um, this is probably <laughs> the only time I have to wear a suit every year, or at least um, <laughs> half a suit. And um, yeah, did sneak into the um, no-tie, though, importantly. Um, yeah, and did um, get a seat for the budget lock-in. So this is the moment where, you know, the government unveils the budget for the year um, with all of its... Um, Items for infrastructure and energy and all of the other things that governments are responsible for. Yeah, so it is massive, and I know you've only had a chance to um, to glance through it, so I won't ask too many detailed questions. Mm-hmm. But um, I am interested to get a, like a general view. Like, uh, has the government really come through on some of its environmental commitments, and was climate a focus? Yeah. Um, so. Basically, this budget, in a nutshell, is the election promises budget. So um, last November, the Dan Andrews government were elected. They took to the to the electorate a whole suite of um, promises. So this budget is really about them acquitting themselves from those election, election commitments. Um, in terms of positive news, we have seen a $545 million down payment 
on the $1.3 billion solar homes program. So that program will see the amount of households with solar panels in Victoria um, lift to 1 million, which is really amazing. It's a really positive outcome for climate and for for household energy bills. Um, But, you know, there is a lot more work to be done. It, It wasn't the climate budget we so desperately need to um, to really rein in emissions and and transform our economy for mm. zero emissions. And I want to get into that in in a bit more detail. But was there a narrative in this year's budget? There's often thematics that uh, that kind of emerge from it. What what was the thematics this year? Yeah, this year's thematics were around delivering for all Victorians. Um, so obviously, coming off the back of an election victory, um, you know. I think that it is in the government's interest to 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 give a little bit of love to all of those different demographics and different regions. So, yeah, the investments were pretty well spread, um, but obviously there's a lot of work to do. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And and I know uh, we'll be working hard over the next like couple of years uh, to do that. Um, so we've talked a little bit about some of the energy measures that the government put in around that um, solar homes program, mm. but uh, the second biggest source of emissions in Victoria is the transport sector. So I'm wondering, um, I know the Sustainable Cities Collective at Friends of the Earth, they meet on Monday nights, um, have been working hard to try and really push uh, more active and public transport investment into uh, the state government budgets um, and ag- against roads. Mm. Did we see any sort Sort of movement on that, or is it kind of a continuation of the same uh, narrative of roads, 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 and a little bit of public transport? Yeah, look, good question. Um, the PTUA, um, you know, Tony, Tony from the PTUA put it yesterday that it is very much a status quo budget when it comes to transport. Um, obviously, Friends of the Earth, we really welcome, you know, the the sizable investment in public transport and active transport. So this budget has allocated. $3.4 billion towards upgrading the Sunbury, Cranbourne and Hurstbridge rail lines, which is very impressive. Um, there's around $50 million for some new regional um, train stations around Bendigo. Um, we've also got a few hundred million dollars allocated to planning the um, the massive suburban rail loop and airport loop, airport um, rail line. Oh, finally, finally, <laughs> just every time. <laughs> and there is, and this is really good good news for the train drivers and RTBU, our allies um, in the union movement. There is a, a large um, investment in training drivers and also um, building some new locally made trams. So another ten E class trams. However, you know, this investment, we do need to compare it to other transport infrastructure investment, and it it is well and truly dwarfed by the massive $15.8 billion, um, going towards the Northeast Link toll road. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we, we do have a lot of work to do if we're going to, um, you know, address that massive gulf between um, public transport investment and roads investment yeah um and notably the uh the northeast link project um i imagine is a large component of that uh roads things i know there is um a lot of talk about rethinking the link Mm. um going on especially around at friends of the earth is there any scope within the budget for them to kind of really move out of that or is this all locked in in terms of spending yeah you know um 
it, it, it appears that it is a, a down payment on getting it done. Mm. Um, it's fully funded, which is just quite remarkable. Um, so it really is up to community resistance that that is what will change the game. Mm. So, you know, thankfully we've got the Sustainable Cities campaign coordinated by Rachel Linsky. Mm -hmm. She's working with communities that are, you know, on the front line of this massive road development. And, um, you know, if you're on the Eastern Freeway uh, heading into town on Wednesday, keep an eye out because word on the street is it could be a little bit of a, a banner drop around you heard it first here on dirt radio (laughs) so yeah i mean it it really is about um communities standing up and resisting that project and you know we'll continue to do our work um making the case for smarter investment which Mm. is investment in public transport um you know it simply makes no sense to continue that pathway of sprawl and um and big roads like they did in los angeles mm. didn't work out very well from for them we probably need to head more towards more of a um a london new york hong kong style city that is really um well connected by public transport mm, for sure the one of the things we've been talking about a lot at friends of the earth has been renewable energy powered trains um unfortunately i didn't see anything in the budget allocating for that but there were some renewable energy energy initiatives that were included in the budget Mm. um what were they yeah so we we did see our friends up in newstead um this is a community that are aiming to be entirely powered by renewables by 2022 um, they were awarded $1 million to build a 10-megawatt solar solar project um, that would actually take them to 100% renewables. Um, so in the context of the emissions reduction target process that the Dan Andrews government is going through at the moment, it is good to see them backing communities and helping them you know, really um, rein in their local emissions. The other good news, um, we do have... $2 million allocated towards Victoria's first climate strategy. So under the Climate Act that we helped um, get through a few years ago, um, the government is required by law to deliver a climate strategy by October next year. And, you know, $2 million, that's a lot of money. So, yeah, I think we can expect to have some pretty good um, community engagement um, and a lot of rigorous modelling to make sure that the government's getting it right. Mm. And it's important that the government get its right, gets it right when it comes to transitioning our energy sector. Um, uh, one thing that um, wasn't included was um, real investment in the um, just transitions process or um, mm. how we move, the, uh, especially in the Latrobe Valley, yep. the communities away from coal and make sure that we look after them and don't let them collapse in on themselves and think about retraining for jobs and things like that. So mm. that wasn't included, was it? No. So we haven't seen any new money go towards the Latrobe Valley Authority. Um, the, they do have enough um, money in the kitty to see them through until July next year. So, yeah, we would expect next year's budget to, to top them up. Um, and, yeah, from Friends of the Earth's point of view, the next budget is an opportunity for the government to ramp that authority up. Mm. Um, we do have a lot of transition work to do beyond the valley. You know, we need to transition the forestry workforce. Um, there are some other manufacturing um, towns and regions that that will see a downturn in their current um, industries. So, yeah, Friends of the Earth will be building the case for a devoted um, minister for transition, and we think that 
the Latrobe Valley Authority, with the proper funding, could become the tra- the Victorian Transition Authority. Mm. Uh, so there's lots of exciting stuff that we can um, look forward to over the next time, next few years in the budget mm. cycles in terms of ramping up pressure. Mm. I know one of the things that you wanted to see was the placement of climate was uh, somewhere in the book. Mm. <laughs> Yes, yes, indeed. So if you're on our email list, you would have got an update on the budget yesterday. And I did include a bit of a cheeky photo. So um, in the in the budget overview document, climate is um, probably the second last paragraph in the whole entire document. So we do have a, a heavy lift ahead of us if we're going to get climate from the back page of the document to the front page, or at least a top tier issue that the government wants to, to trumpet far and wide. Um, And one of the things that we are calling on people to do is to sign up to our pledge to fight for a climate budget. So if you head to actonclimate.org.au, climate budget pledge with underscores between those words, um, you'll be able to to sign up and join our campaign. Um, You know, with the climate um, in a state of crisis, we do need to see a big down payment on initiatives to cut emissions and also to protect communities from the impacts. Um, And, yeah, we're going to need all the help that we can get. So please take the pledge and join the fight for Victoria's first climate budget. Of course. And we will include that link in the uh, the show notes. So when you jump onto 3cr.org.au forward slash dirt radio, you can, no underscores in there, you can uh, <laughs> you can find all of our podcasts of all of the old shows, but um, also find links to find ways to get involved in all the campaigns and issues that you hear about on Dirt Radio. Thanks, Lee, for that budget update. Um, we're going to go to a quick community service announcement and then we'll come back and we're going to talk to Lucinda from Act on Climate Collective about what's going on. Who are the climate blockers? The questions. We're asking the hard-hitting questions here on Dirt Radio. Friends of the show on 3CR. The 3CR Radiothon is fast approaching. And this year, we're asking you to power Radical Radio. That's right. It's with your support that we're able to be independent, community-controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon powers the station to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. 3CR Radiothon 2019... June the 3rd to the 16th. Power Radical Radio. Hello, this is Dan Salton and you're listening to 3CR Blackfellow Radio, Melbourne. That's right, you are listening to 3CR Radical Radio. Of course, you just heard the little community service announcement there about how Radiothon is coming up. 
Um, and fundraising takes time, creatively, uh, creativity, and lots of effort. So please help us along the way. Uh, Dirt Radio this year has a target. I think it's nine hundred dollars. Correct me if I'm wrong. Someone, nope. Um, so we need to help your help to feed Radical Radio. Um, we'll be having a special show coming up in uh, just a few weeks. I think it's June 12th, and I should have looked up the day before I said it on air. Um, but keep keep your radio locked, because you'll hear all of the Radiothon shows coming up on 3CR from June 3rd to June 16. It's really important. We have a huge amount of money to raise. Um, meanwhile, it, it would be really great if you could jump onto 3cr.org.au and subscribe to Feed Radical Radio. It's just $35 for a concession or pension, $75 waged and $150 solidarity band or organisation. Jump online now, 3cr.org.au and make sure you mention how much you love Dirt Radio because that would be nice. <laughs> um, so we were just before the break hearing from Lee Eubank, uh, Friends of the Earth, climate justice spokesperson who was at the uh, state budget lock-in Yesterday, um, had all the goss on what's going on around cha-chings, cha-changs, and all that sort of money spending around the environment. It looks like there's some good things in there, some bad. It's uh, pretty much uh, always a bit of a mixed bag with the budgets. Um, but if you missed that, you can always jump on and hear a podcast and check out what was that was all about. Or check out melbourne.fo.org.au and there's a little bit of an article there with Friends of the Earth's Victorian Budget Response. In the studio still with me is Lucinda Walker, who's a part of the Acton Climate Collective. Um, how are you, Lucinda? I'm good. How are you going, Phil? I am great. I'm feeling really good on a Tuesday morning. The coffee is good. There's a bit of a chill in the air. I can feel winter coming. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. So I want to talk about um, an action that's coming up on May the 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, the Who Are the Climate Blockers walk, which sounds very exciting. Firstly, what's a climate blocker? We're looking at the, the corporate climate blockers, so... The corporations that have interest in us not having emission reduction, like high emission reduction targets mm. in the state government. And and how do they? How are they blocking action at the moment? Well, they've got in, like they've got interest in their profits, so they've kind of got their ear in the state government, like little little bit of a whisper i think yeah <laughs> that's kind of how i imagine it yeah mm. so yeah the lobbyist really like coming out into Absolutely, town yeah yeah sure so climate blockers walk mm-hmm. what is that all about so this friday in the cbd we've got a bit of a mystery walking to it starts at midday goes for about an hour and a half you can jump in at any time we'll have updates on the facebook mm-hmm. um but yeah, we've got some amazing, amazing speakers um, stopping at each climate blocker place in the CBD. So this is basically about naming and shaming the corporate blockers and having a bit of informative fun. It sounds like it is going to be fun. Um, yeah. What sort of things can people expect along the walk? 
I think we're going to have some music on the way and we'll have some chats and, yeah, I get to meet some really lovely people. Sure. So if people are interested in getting involved in it, what can they do? Well, they can hop on the Act on Climate Facebook. There's an event if they want to find out more about the details. But, yeah, we have Act on Climate has meetings every Monday at 6pm at Friends of the Earth upstairs if they want to get involved in the collective. Um, Yeah. And why do you think, I mean, at the moment, there's um, a lot of despondency maybe around after the, um, the election result. And, mm. uh, and so why do you think it's important at the moment for people to get envi- involved in uh, solving the climate crisis? Okay, so yeah, is a lot of people, especially activists that have been working on the federal level are feeling, um, yeah, taking quite hard the um, coalition being re-elected to the federal government, but... We ha- what we do matters in Victoria. We have really high emissions. We have more emissions than... If the Adani mine were to go ahead, we have more emissions per year than the Adani mm. mine would have. So what we do matters in Victoria, and you can work on the community level and get a lot of things done. Yeah. It's true, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So Act on Climate meeting on Mondays in the long term, but on Friday we've got the Climate Blockers event. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can jump onto actonclimate.org.au and make sure you sign that pledge that Lee talked about before. But also you can uh, get involved by going to meetings on the Mondays, but you can also check out Friends of the Earth's Facebook page where we've got all the events coming up for all the collectives. And I'm going to play a really quick track and then we're going to come back and I'll go through some of those events. So keep it on 3CR. Thank you, Lucinda, for coming in and sharing that information about the climate blockers. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure, a pleasure, a pleasure. So here's a little song calling for change, not pocket change like uh, from the budget, but uh, real (laughs) social justice and system change. Lou, we're just listening to Killing Joke Change uh, on 3CR Dirt Radio, show sponsored by Friends of the Earth, celebrating 45 years. Hooray! Don't look a day over 24. Looking great. So, um, just quickly before we move on to the Koori Survival Show, I wanted to go through some of the events coming up around Melbourne. So, um... There is, of course, on Thursday night, the opening of the Yummy Lester Room. So the um, wonderful atomic and nuclear uh, campaigner and survivor, Yummy Lester. So if you want to come and check out what we've done um, after our Radical Renault, then come along at 6.30 on Thursday. We'll have a few um, drinks, um, hear a couple of little short speeches, and then we'll just listen to some music and enjoy the space. So come along. Um, Of course, the Climate Blockers event that we just heard about with Lucinda from Act on Climate is on the Friday. There are lots of meetings coming up. There's a Transform Waste Dinner happening on June 5th. That's at 6.30 at Friends of the Earth. Come along and meet everyone in the collective Fighting the Waste Crisis. 
Um, so lots to do. Just jump onto Facebook. Check out Friends of the Earth Melbourne if you just type it in the search bar. Or if you go to facebook.com forward slash faux Melbourne, then you'll find all the events, all the places where you can go and get involved. There's no excuses anymore. You need to... Um, Get active and get out on the streets and come into Friends of the Earth. Come and have lunch. There's many ways to um, join the creative resistance, mobilising for an ecological and socially just future. All right. Uh, enough of me. We've come to the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Coming up next is the Koori Survival Show. Keep it locked on 3CR and make sure you're ready to um, do your part this Radiothon. Thanks a lot. See you later. 